Production. Recorded live. Greetings, this is Gabriella with Soaring Eagle Ministries. It's been a while, but today I just have a burning desire to release a few things that are on my heart. And I'm thank the Lord for the burning ones that are listening today and in the days to come. Well, whoever is listening to this recording, I mean, I believe your heart will be burning for Christ. You will be marked, earmarked, and uh, God will speak to you. It's a time where God is speaking to his children. I titled this Seekers of the True Living God, that we really seek him first and seek him with open hearts and seek him with a mind that is in love with him, with a heart that's in love with him, that Jesus Christ is our first love. And Father, I just thank you for this word in due season. I thank you, Father, that those that are listening, those that are participating in the call, Father, I thank you that those that are in even in the chat, Lord, that you speak to them directly and strongly, Father, as they're seeking you, as their hearts are completely turned to you, as they've been consecrating and setting themselves apart for you alone. And I just thank you, Lord, for this due season. I thank you for this this timely a charge in the Holy Spirit, that it's a, literally a charge in the Holy Ghost. And I thank you, Father, that you will get all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. We are seekers, and I'm looking, and the Lord is seekers of the true living God, Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and uh, that there are many all across the nations, all across the globe, that are consecrating themselves for the work that is set before them, because it is the end times. We are in the end times. Don't ask me how far we're into it. You know that even in the Word of God, in the Book of Acts, and they already knew that they were in the end times. So how much more are we in the end times now? And we see things, prophecies unfolding right in front of our eyes, but we must have our gaze on him. We must listen to him first. This is really strong in my heart. And uh, since last year, I think August, September, I had such a desire, and I've been preaching about it and releasing that word, that we need to consecrate ourselves. We need to set ourselves apart for him. Now, not everybody needs to do that or wants to do that, but that's just a desire in my heart. And I have engaged and met many others that have the same heart, that feel that we that they need to consecrate themselves anew, that they need to look at the vows that they have made to the Lord. And um, yes, I'm going to come back to that vow that I have made to the Lord. And it just the last couple of days, the Lord has reminded me that when he called me to the ministry, when he gave me this um, global um, calling, to go into the nations. It was all about Isaiah 6 when Isaiah saw the Lord in his temple, in his holy place and high and lifted up, you know, where the glory of God was in the, you know, he he saw the presence of the Lord. He, he in, encountered the Lord for who he truly is. And Isaiah realized that he was a man with um, 
with needs to be repentance, that he needed to repent, that his that the coals of fire that the angel took from the fire of God and put on his lips or, because he was undone and he knew that he needed to be cleansed. And so in the presence of such a holy God, we need to be cleansed. In the presence of such a holy God, thank goodness we have the, the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. But we also need to turn to him. We re- need to return to him with all of our heart. And let me just give you a scripture in Jeremiah uh, 29. And we all know the f- 11, for I know the thoughts that I have think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. And we love to quote that and it's, you know, it's, we see it all over the place. That That's a, just such a profound, such a wonderful scripture. And if you go on into verse 12, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. So he's asking us to seek him, to call upon him and to go and pray to him. You know, go and, and find a place every day to pray to him and to call on his name. And you know that he will listen to you and that he will answer you. And verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And that's the key to seeking him with all of our heart, to dedicate that lot time to him. And to not just dedicate the prayer time to him, but to consecrate the entire days, you know. Every day is consecrated unto him. Every day is about him. It's about what he has for us in this hour. So I want to seek him with all of my heart. And I'm telling you, there are idols in our hearts. <laughs> you know, they creep in, sometimes unnoticed. But it's, it's time to really clean up your house, so to speak. Clean up your spiritual house. Clean, this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, we are, at, we are living stones, like in Second Peter. We are living stones, and we're built into a spiritual house. And we are royal priesthood, amen? We are kingdom. We're part of a kingdom that will never diminish, that will never pass away. And this kingdom will always be there. Everything else is being shaken right now. But there's a bunch of, there's a lot of shaking going on in the church and in the world. And, you know, that's a praise God that this is happening because it's shaking some of those idols loose. It's shaking us loose from things that keep us in captivity. And the Lord is is wanting us to be free from fear and free from sadness because there is a spirit that is unleashed that brings fear and sadness to the children of God. But we need to be a step ahead of what the enemy is doing. And we can only see it when we look into the Lord and when we seek him, he will show us those things. And I'm going to do a teaching on the fear and the sadness. And um, and about the gates, you know, how we need to be really closing the gates, that we need to pray over our gates, all of our senses, you know, our eye gate, our ears, our nose, the smell, the, the taste, our mouth, what comes in and out of our mouth. And, 
You know, there are so many gates, uh, the five senses, the, what we sense, what we, what we taste and see. And so we need to taste and see that the Lord is good and that we taste and see what he has for us. But we need to be aware if there's any other things that have crept through our gates, so to speak. What have you been focusing on? What have you been listening? You know, there's so much back and forth in the media. And and you know what? Nobody is perfect and nobody is right. (laughs) The only one who's truly right is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he knows the truth. And when you seek him and you have the spirit of truth who will lead you into all truth, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So don't just listen to this and that and, and get into the, don't get into that fight, the back and forth. That is not something that, especially Christians fighting one another, don't get into that kind of fight. This is not what God called us to do, has he? Do you see that anywhere in the word of God? We're not supposed to fight one another. So um, there's just division coming and and uh, we don't want to be part of the division. We don't want to be part of speaking against our brethren because of what they believe or, um, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't even want to get into that during this call, but I just want to make you aware. Stay free from it. It will really um, cloud that gate, your eye gate, your ear gate, that's going to be clouded by it and you will not really hear and be able to have that spiritual that spiritual eyes enlightened and your ears to hear what the spirit is saying to you so this is a warning because that has that could become an idol and we can have idols that we idolize people or prophets or God knows what. You know, there's idols all over the place that we can fashion with our own hands, that we idolize what we have done. That that could be right there. It's, it's, you know, if you think about it, the Israelites came out of the captivity, out of the slavery of Egypt, but in their hearts, they wanted to go back to Egypt. And the very things that were giving all the golds and all the silver and all the trinkets that they were given from the Egyptians when they left, and they were very blessed by it. But those are the very things they used to make an idol, to make this golden calf. That's what they used. The very blessings that were given to them when they left Egypt. That's how they, that's why, that's where they were looking for another God and another idol that they could see and handle with their hands. They did not want to wait for Moses to come back out from that mountain where he engaged with God and he gave him the Ten Commandments and gave him what he needed to have to release to the Jewish people, to the Israelites. But they did not want to wait. They wanted something right there and then. But they used the very blessings that were given to them. So don't make your blessings an idol. You know, have God first. You know, be. it's just like Paul said, I, I know how to be abased and I know how to be abound. 
I know because I have learned through all of these things that he walked through, and Paul walked through a lot of different things, a lot of calamities, a lot of beatings and shipwrecks and laid for dead. I mean, he walked through it. I mean, he had famine, but then he had feasting. He knew, but in all of this, this just did not shake him because he knew that Jesus Christ is the one who strengthened him. In all of this, he knew who strengthens him, and that's Jesus Christ. He always turned his gaze upon him, his gaze upon Jesus, because he could do all things through him. He said, I can do all things, amen? All these things we can walk through because we look towards Jesus Christ because of him who strengthened him. And he's still strengthening us right now. He is strengthening us in our inner man by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we have our gaze upon him and we do not follow idols. We do not um, fashion idols with our own hands. And we're seeking the one true God. We're true seekers, consecrated to him, looking to him to hear and see what he's saying. The harvest is truly ripe. And that's biblical. That's in the scripture. Don't wait four more, four more months. It's ripe right now. And the Lord needs more harvesters. And the Lord of the harvest is releasing. We're asking him to release more harvesters. And there is a harvest. You know, um, getting into a hotel room near Tel Aviv um, when I was in Israel, there it was. First of all, that hotel was in, that hotel was called Sadat, and Sadat means harvest fields, actually. It means fields in the Hebrew language. And so what was in that room, because we had kind of two, it was like a little apartment um, there was a bedroom and a living room and a kitchenette and a bathroom, and it was powerful, it was wonderful, but it made a statement because there was a sliding door, and what was on the sliding door and the walls next to the door was the harvest. It was wheat, and the wheat was, you know, only the wheat, not the tares, the tares and the wheat, they look the same until it's harvest time. The wheat will bow. You know, it will bow because it's so full of the harvest. It will, the wheat will bow. It's almost like we're bowing. We're bowing before the Lord. And so I saw that picture. I'm like, that's it. That's it. It's the harvest. It's harvest time in Israel. It's harvest time all over the globe. And we need to be ready to look towards the harvest, whatever God is doing, how he shifts people around. He's shifting Christians around. You know, you may feel like you need to move or your ministry is being shifted or your whole entire lifestyle is shifted. You know, look towards the Lord and ask him, is that you? Are you shifting me? Are you doing this? Are you the one who's bringing change? Because we're changing, we're shifting because he is changing and he's looking for harvesters and seekers. And um, those who have made themselves ready, the bride that has made is making herself ready to be without spot or wrinkles. 
and, you know, you probably heard this call, and it's not just to get a nice message every day. Hallelujah, that is wonderful, but don't get stuck in that. Ask the Lord the hard questions. Where do I need to repent? What do I need to repent of? What do I need to do different? Have I walked away from my first love? You know, because Israel, when I went to Jerusalem, it is, it's in the old city. This religious spirit is so heavy in that place. But God is doing a work and people are coming to the Lord. And I'm going to share more about that. But it was so obvious that religious spirit had such, it has such a stranglehold on the old city of Jerusalem. But I'm telling you, God is setting the captives free so they can freely bring the gospel. They can freely come to the Messiah. They can freely see uh, who Jesus Christ truly is. And uh, that there is a kingdom that we need to be part of, the kingdom of God that will never change, it will never diminish, it will always increase. And the kingdom that we have the keys to the kingdom right now. So he is giving out um, uh, assignments. Yeah, assignments. And as you hear from God first, you know, as we consecrate, he will speak to you. He will speak to you. Just take time with him and he will speak to you. And then he will connect you with the right people. They have the same assignments. They have the same heart as you because that's his work. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And then, yes, listen to others. But first have him, first and foremost, listen to him. And I know that we have powerful congregations and and fellowships that are coming together to hear the Lord together. And that's awesome. But you still need to hear for yourself him first. And then, then come together, yes, because God is doing that. He's, he's preparing people. And he's been preparing whole congregations and fellowships to hear together what the Lord is saying. And that is powerful because there's a powerful release unto the world um, and the release of the word of the Lord and the release of what he's bringing to the nations, uh, shaking even the nations, but shaking his people and shaking them loose from constraint and even sadness and fear. Right now, I come against that spirit that is being unleashed against the righteous ones, the spirit of fear to be demolished in your life and that you will see the truth about this and the sadness that were released by the wrong prophetess, the, the false prophets and prophetess that have spoken these words and been charming the people of God. I command this to be loosened in your life right now. And I speak life. I, just like Jesus Christ said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and emancipation of all bondage. And every word that Jesus spoke, it was life life, life, the truth and the life to come to your senses, to your senses that your soul will not be in captivity anymore. It will not be stuck in sadness. And today they talk about depression, but it starts really with that spirit of fear and 
sadness. And I cancel that right now by the blood of the Lamb. I just thank you that the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus speaks a better word. There is hope. Jesus Christ in you is the hope of glory. Hope is coming to you. And I thank the Lord that there is no more fear. There's been so much fear unleashed in the body of Christ, and the Lord is addressing that. So come to him, seek him, ask him about him. He will give you revelation knowledge because, the, you know, I've been in the book of Proverbs, and it's about wisdom. It's about understanding. It's about knowledge, okay? He's giving all of this to us. And revelation knowledge that you live out of that revelation knowledge that comes from the throne of God, that comes fresh every day. The manna that you need for today that is being released and that you will walk the walk, that you will run the race with endurance and you will finish your course. Amen? You're going to finish your course as you focus on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, the author and the perfecter. Keep your eyes on him. Do not start and try to finish in the flesh what was started in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Stay focused on him and be released today to run in him and to release the nuggets and the wisdom and the revelation knowledge that is already within you, that you awaken to what he's given you and do not, you know, keep Hold on to what was already given to you. Hold on to the price that he's already given you. Hold on to the nuggets and the crown that he's already given to you so you can throw it before him when the time is right. Hallelujah. That we bow down before him and that we have um, an entrance that we can come boldly to the throne of God. Yes. The boldness to be released because of the blood. The boldness and that revelation knowledge and and encounters, but that we don't just seek encounters, but that we seek him first. And out of that seeking him, encounters will come. Amen? He will release that to you because he's seeing you seeking him with all your heart. And he just, again, Jeremiah 26, let me go back there again. Glory be to God. Verse 14, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. You know, some of them, we've been in captivity. Things that, you know, we've been driven out because we have been seeking idols. It's seeking things that we have no business. You know, following Everyday words that are not for you at the moment. Oh, glory be to God. Verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Go and listen. He's going to listen to you. So I just want to encourage you with this. Um, There's much more coming, but I, I just have to process everything that he's given me because first I want to process. I don't want to, I want to seek the Lord and have the right timing to release what he's given me, uh, especially about the Middle East. 
and um, pertaining to Jerusalem, pertaining to Israel, the entire um, nations round about Israel. We, we need to pray for Israel, but also for the Middle East. For all of these um, nations around Israel is very, very important. And I've been focusing for that, on that for decades. And I've been releasing that, but there is more to come. Because we need to pray. They will stand with Israel. There's things God is doing. They are pivotal in this hour. And he knows. He knows. He, he is not surprised about all of the things that are happening. Because he's the one who's shaking once again. Everything in heaven, on earth. He is the one who's shaking once again. So only those things that are unshakable, those things that are of Christ Jesus, they will remain. Everything else will be shaken loose. So we are not to worry about that because let him do the shaking. Let them, I want him to shake me. Shake what, what is not of you inside of me. Shake me loose from religious mindsets, mindsets and religious teachings that I have believed for decades. And that are just not for, they're, they're religious. They're just religious. And they're not the truth. I am a seeker of the one true living God. So bless you. Um, praise the Lord. Rejoice in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And have an amazing day in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. And if you want to get a hold of me, if you want to connect, uh, be on the blog. Um, receive newsletters, just go to my website, www.soaringeagle, it's all one word, dot .info, soaringeagle.info. Um, something will pop up to be part of the mailing list. You could just give your email. We're not using your email for anything else but to send you the newsletters and to add you to the blog. And there, if you don't like it, you can unsubscribe any time you want to. I just want to give that disclaimer because I'm very conscientious about your security of all of your, you know, your email that will never be sold anywhere or given to anyone else. It stays right there where it needs to. It's not um, used for anything else. And also... I don't even post photos of other people unless I've asked them um, um, permission on Facebook or anything else. I always ask for permission. So you will not see your photos in any of the meetings that I have. You will not be um, just blasted somewhere on Facebook or whatever because that is something that uh, I have done for many, many years. That's deep in my heart, and uh, we need to be conscientious about that and respect one another in the Lord. All right. Love you. Bless you. Bye.